Well, hello, all you beautiful chicks and dudes of all sorts. This is Suave Rob Suarez, the bitchin' double X daredevil star of Suave Rob's amazing ass-saving association, here with another ass-saving tip, totally free from me to you, to help you save your ass so you can live to sit another day. Now, back in the day, when dudes were dudes, this one dude, Benchmark Bob, buddy of mine, he had this little accident. He tried frying up an egg when he was totally hammered. So he washed a pan, then didn't dry it, then put a shitload of butter in it, then turned on the heat. Well, when you do that, chicks and dudes, the water makes the oil go splatso all over your own personal face. And good old Benchmark got his bench marked, if you know what I mean. Like, when he took his apron away from his face, it looked less like a face and more like someone had stepped on a pepperoni pizza. I don't like to think about it. But that goes to show you, you know? Always dry your pans before you put oil in them, man. Especially if you're frying an egg. Wanna know where I learned all this gonzo shit? I got it all done up pretty for you in Suave Rob's Double X Daring Do, the first book of Suave Rob's Awesome Adventures by J. Daniel Sawyer. Come share the awesomeness with me, my brothers, because you never know. The ass you save may be your own. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 925. Today we hear from Nicole, who asks... So... Looking way far ahead in the hopes that some of my work does get published, if I wanted to do my own audiobooks, what would you recommend? Would you recommend doing your own audiobooks? I've been told that I have a good voice, but I know I sometimes have a stutter. I know that you have dealt with stuttering and have worked very hard to have a really great podcast and audiobook voice. What was your journey? What did you do to train to be able to have a really good voice? Um, all right, so there's a lot of aspects to this question. The as I'll take the last part first. One of the most helpful things I did that I didn't know I was doing at the time was that I was involved in a lot of choirs and other singing groups as a kid. I was in church choir. I was in choirs at school. I uh, played in a couple of musicals in high school. The breath control and deliberation and the emotion uh, and the ability to control your intonation to convey emotion that you get through singing is really super useful, as well as the diction habits. Um, as long as you don't sing like Elvis. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that one came from. Um, another thing that's super useful, and this is whether you do your own audiobooks or not, is reading aloud. Reading aloud, doing whether you're memorizing poems and doing dramatic recitations or whether you're reading aloud to your children, learning to read aloud so that you're reading the story and not just the words is really, really good. It's good for you as a writer because it allows you to experience the story in a way you can't otherwise so that you can actually get something more of an objective relationship with the way that you write. It's great for voice development. And it also, as a reader, it trains you. The hardest thing about being a reader 
is reading the story and not the words. When we go to read something aloud, like in class in high school or something, we get super uptight about making sure we get every word letter perfect, and we don't want to screw up. And the hell of it is with audiobooks, it is tremendously important that you get the words right, that you're only reading the words on the page and that you're not reading words that aren't on the page. But if your focus is on the words, you're going to come up with something very stilted where you keep repeating the same tune over and over every time, regardless of the inflection or intonation implicit in the words as written. And so you're going to put your listeners to sleep and it's going to drive everybody crazy like I just did there. Uh-huh. Um, I can't tell you the, enu- the number of times when I've had good actors step into my booth to do narration for me. People who I've worked with before who've been grade A voice actors when doing characters, they get into the booth and they narrate and they suck. It's not because they've got a bad voice and it's not because they don't know how to act. It's because when they're reading narration... They're reading narration. They're not telling a story. So reading aloud enough that you start reading the story instead of reading the words is super, super important. If you can cross that line, then you can do audiobooks. That's the most important line to cross. Everything else is easy after that because voices don't matter too much. You can give a flat read that's still incredibly engaging Check out Nathan Lowell's podcast versions, if they're still available, of the Golden Age of the Solar Clipper series, starting with Quarter Share. He gives the flattest read you've ever heard, and it's so engaging you can't even begin to begin to understand how well he's sucked you in. Another author that did this really well was Douglas Adams, especially his read of the of his book Last Chance to See and Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, and the first Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy audiobook, not radio drama, were incredibly flat reads, and he did it beautifully. And Neil Gaiman also is really good at the flat read that is incredibly engaging. And the thing that these guys all had in common is they knew how to tell the story instead of reading the words. Now, you can get fancy and do voices, and readers like that, as long as you're consistent. But that's a second-tier skill that's not strictly necessary. And I I think we should um, clarify that when Dan says flat read, he's talking about when you're not inflecting the characters separately. You're not voicing the children and the women and the and men and each individual character as a different character. You're just reading what they say. You're just reading what they say. It doesn't mean that you're boring or that you don't do intonation. It's that you're not... You're still performing what they say, but you're not performing it as the character. Yeah. Once you get past that, everything else is easy. I've got a book that runs through some of these tips and some others called Making Tracks, A Writer's Guide to Audiobooks and How to Produce Them. takes you through everything you need to know about how to build a studio, how to select your equipment, how to do the editing. Stuttering, believe it or not, is it's one of the hardest things to get over, but it's also one of the least important things because all you got to do is give a clean read once per line and you can edit out all the mistakes. It can be incredibly time-consuming, and as you get more comfortable with reading and better, you'll do it less and less. But my early audiobooks, man, the amount of chopping I had to do 
was amazing. I'm still not all that great at reading without hesitating and stopping and going back to do a different line take to make sure I get it right. But uh, my production ratio has gone way, way down. Production ratio is the hours of raw footage versus the hours of finished footage. When I started out, it was like 8 or 10 to 1. Now I'm about 3 or 4 to 1. 2 to 1 is where the real pros sit. But, um, or if you're Dave Robison, one and a half to one. God, I hate that guy. <laughs> Except that he's really, really good. Um, and a joy to work with. But, um, yeah, if you ever want to hire an amazing audiobook reader, hire Dave Robison. He's currently, uh, going spare for voice work and he is amazing. I'll try to remember to put the Suave Rob promo at the start of this episode, or if you listen to any of the Suave Rob audiobooks, he is Suave Rob. He is, in fact, the reason that the Suave Rob series exists. It was a one-off book, and then he did the audiobook, and I fell in love with it so much, I just had to write more so I could hear him read them. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything else, the, the technical stuff is easy once you get the basics of reading down. And uh, check out my book. It'll walk you through everything you need to know. And if any of it's confusing, email me. I'll help you out. It's a service that I give to everyone who reads that, who buys and reads that book. Because I really think that all other things being equal, i.e. decent voice, um, decent uh, reading style, all other things being equal, most of the time a book reads best when read by its author. So I love author-produced audiobooks, and re- and um, readers, audience members, love it when an author can do their own audiobooks. Uh, they don't demand it. They also have other readers they like. But when an author can do his own audiobooks, there's something magic about it. So check out Making Tracks and uh, read as many bedtime stories as you can, and uh, you can do it. And even if you decide not to produce your own audiobooks and instead want to go about hiring a reader or farming it out to a production company, reading your own work aloud will allow you to develop as a writer faster and better than any other tool I know of. It's really, really powerful. Thank you very much for the question, and I'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation, submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat, or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.